I'd like today to speak from our first reading here, a very powerful, long passage. Shirley did a great job of reading here from a very long passage from the book of Revelation. And uh, it's very, very interesting. The Revelation begins with uh, the risen Jesus speaking directly to seven different particular churches in the province of Asia, in the ancient Roman Empire. Uh, Ephesus, Sardis, uh, Thyatira, and uh, in this passage he's speaking to uh, Sardis and then Laodicea. Okay, and I'm going to speak about his message to Laodicea, a very, very well-known passage because he speaks about, there's this word lukewarm, lukewarmness. So we're going to talk about lukewarmness. Um, over the centuries, the spiritual masters and mystics and theologians have put a lot of thought into what this whole idea of lukewarmness actually means. And uh, it's very important to, to get a hold of this. I think it's a key to understanding um, the the Christian contest, the Christian struggle. Um, so he, he says, you know, you are like uh, uh, a drink in my mouth that's just like lukewarm. And he's, Christ is warning them. He's going, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. It's a pretty powerful image right there. And I think to myself, oh my gosh. Okay, so what's lukewarmness? Whatever it is, I don't want to be it because being spewed out of someone's mouth, it's not what, you know, I want Christ to do to me. And he says, I would that you were either cold or hot, but you're neither. You're lukewarm. Um, it's interesting. Okay, cold, so hot would be, you know, someone who is, uh, zealous for spiritual growth. They're fervent. And, uh, they want to grow in virtue. They want to become a better Christian and they're, they're trying their best. Uh, and they're making success. Here and there, of course, there's, you know, they, they're not perfect and they make mistakes and they, uh, you know, there's some, um, fallbacks and setbacks, but they're overall, they want to go forward. They want to grow and they're, and they're doing that. So that's the hot. The colds are those who are, uh, are, are serious sinners who are, are living a life in sin, grave sin, mortal sin, they're committing mortal sins. Uh, and they know it. And they're, and possibly as well, it's kind of like you can kind of, their sinfulness is not like hidden. It's kind of obvious. They're sort of like public manifest sinners. Okay. And Jesus is actually saying, I'd rather have you be, you know, the virtuous or the gross sinner. I'd rather have you be the gross sinner than the person who's lukewarm. Now, why, why is he saying that? It's because the person who's the gross sinner, they know they're a sinner. And uh, they're more disposed to actually convert. They're in a better position because they don't have any self-delusions. Um, they don't have any kind of unrealistic self-apprehensions uh, that they're good people or, or whatever it might be. So they're in a place where the grace of conversion can be realized in their life and they can... They can swing in the opposite direction and become hot. So they're in a bad place, but it's not as bad as the lukewarm. See, the lukewarm, they're in the middle, and uh, they're blind, and they don't they don't really realize it because okay, they're blind. They're not in a good position. So Christ goes on to the Laodiceans. He says, um, "You say I'm rich and affluent, and I have." No need of anything. And yet you don't realize that you're wretched, poor, blind, and naked. I advise 
you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments to put on so that your uh, shameful nakedness may be covered and by ointment to smear on your eyes so that you may see. So these people are, there's a poverty and a blindness and they, because of the blindness, they don't notice the poverty and the nakedness that they have. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so, you know, who are these people? Who, what is the lukewarm? You know, another term for it is tepidity. You know, think of the word tepid. Okay, tepidity is another technical phrase for this spiritual state. Um, it, there's there's two things that characterize the tepid. Number one, they neglect the small things of the spiritual life. And number two, they refuse to offer the small sacrifices that God is asking of them. So, for all Christians, we're in a state of life. So, let's put it, put it in, in my own case, okay? Uh, if I neglect the small things of the priesthood, like, and I have to confess, I didn't do a good job today. I really didn't prepare very well for Mass. But if I habitually neglect preparation for Mass, that's that's a negligence of a, of a small duty that I have as a priest. And uh, if that becomes habitual, and that becomes something I continually do, uh, I'm going to be setting myself in a really bad position. If I neglect to, you know, again, small things, be mindful of the prayers that I pray in my office, when I pray every day, I've got these certain prayers that I pray, um, if I'm not careful with the prayers that I pray, you know, during Mass, if I'm not careful to give a thanksgiving, to really be mindful and to realize the awesomeness of the Eucharist and what we're doing here, how amazing this is, that we can come here and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the infinite value of the sacrifice of Calvary is made present to us on our altar, how awesome that is. And the incredible privilege it is to receive Jesus Christ himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity, in communion. If I just go, la-di-da-di-da-di-da, no big deal. If I, if I get in that mindset, I'm neglecting the small duties. Um, so each of us, according to our state of life, we have duties. If we're mothers, we're fathers, uh, we're widows, uh, grandmothers, grandfathers, there's certain duties that we have. And... We should do what St. Therese says. Everything that we do, a little, like we butter a piece of bread for our, for our husband. You know, if we go to work and we do something our boss asks us to do, we do it with love. And we say, Jesus, this is for love of you. These little things, we do it with charity. And we do it with conscientiousness and carefulness. See, then we're paying attention to the little things. And we're going to be growing in grace all throughout the day. We'll, we'll actually be spiritually growing. But if we neglect the little things uh, and we miss those opportunities for growth, little by little, we're going to decline in our spiritual fervor and fire. And we're going to become lukewarm. What about the little sacrifices that God asks of us? Someone maybe does something, hurts our feelings, and we want to get back at them. We should mortify that tendency to want to get a little revenge or whatever it might be. That crucifixion that we subject our impulses to. That's a little sacrifice that that the Lord is asking of us. If we neglect that, we continue to neglect those little sacrifices, 
we get to a position where we are lukewarm and we become blind to our spiritual condition and we say, this is very interesting, it says, the Laodicean says, I have need of, I don't have need of anything. We're rich, we're full. So, the lukewarm person stops growing because they think they're okay. They think that they don't have any more to go. And so they reach this period of stagnation and stasis that's uh, very dangerous because they can set themselves up for serious sin and then go unaware that they're in serious sin. So the proper interior condition of heart that the Lord wants from us is to say, we want to grow towards the perfection of charity. Jesus says, be perfect, even as your Heavenly Father is perfect. That's the, that's the job of the Christian life, is to continue to grow in the perfection of love, the perfection of charity. When we stop growing, when we think that we don't need to go anymore and that we're just okay exactly where we are, that's the lukewarmness that we're being warned against here, that Christ is warning the Laodiceans against. So how do we avoid that? It's just simply doing the exact opposite of, of how we fall into that, and that is paying attention to the little duties that we have according to our state of life. And giving God those little sacrifices that he asks of us on a daily basis. And doing it, Jesus, this is for love of you, for the conversion of sinners. And, you know, I've been meditating a lot on Our Lady of Fatima. So, you know, Our Lady of Fatima says, you know, whenever you do a sacrifice, little sacrifice, you know, you give up some, you know, something tasty that you might otherwise want it to eat. And you say, you know what, I'm going to not have that. You know, that piece of chocolate or whatever it is. Something could be as simple as that. And you say, Jesus, this is for love of you, for the conversion of sinners and reparation for sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. These little things, that's the little way that St. Therese teaches us about. And that is the key to growth and uh, the key to remaining open to what God has for more for us so that we don't reach that state of stagnation and be in that condition of lukewarmness uh, and then be spewed out of Jesus' mouth.